two, three, four. In this podcast, you will only hear Knights of Vader, Knights of Vader, includes but is not led to who talk of Star Wars, not Reagans. We can't truly prepare for the junk that follows this song, but hey, we give it a try. So here's the Knights of Vader. Crystal Fox reports they are divided. For equal sequel, hate and love they fight I know that we are just musicians hired. Their time is up, so here's the Knights of Vader. Impressive. Most impressive. A big thank you to N Inspiriority Complex for providing our theme song. It is July 3rd, 2019. My name is Zach Weber, and I am joined by the Zanger. Give me pictures of Spider-Man! Topical, folks. And back on making his second appearance on Knights of Vader is Russ... From the Unbelievers podcast. This, this hamburger has no cheese, no ketchup, <laughs> no mustard, no lettuce, no onions, no tomatoes. Hello there. Thanks for having me again. Zach and Zanger. You're not going to be able to do those drops without having me laugh through them every time <laughs> is the problem. Can we have, can we have a point where uh, Alex Jones argues with Alex about <laughs> Star Jones? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I think me, me and Russ can work on making that happen at some point. Or... Him and Russ can make that happen. Oh. <laughs> Too late because we've. I have transmognified it, if that's a word. This <laughs> is burger in the galaxy. <laughs> now, I'll tell you who has a good burger there, Alex. Uh, by the way, uh, mine's spelled without the E. Uh, if you go down to Dexter Jackster's uh, little shop there and you get him to make you a burger, it will blow your goddamn mind. Yes, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, we're back. Oh. It's full of hamburger. All right. <laughs> oh, Perfect. Man. We we oh, did man. it. We we got there already. I've lost complete control, folks. And we're maybe ninety seconds into this. Um. All right. Um. As you can tell by the title of this episode, because I haven't thought of a title of it yet. Uh, this is going to be a mismatch episode. It's been a slow week for Star Wars news or any really Star Wars topics. There hasn't been a lot of leaks coming from any of the official Star Wars projects, whether that be Rise of Skywalker, Mandalorian, or Jedi Fallen Order. So I figured it'd be a good week to kind of take a step back, look at what's been floating out in the Star Wars ether, tackle some Star Wars current events, answer some fan questions that have been sent our way. And I figure it'll also give Ross a chance to uh, stretch the legs of the soundboard he currently has in front of him. Is that right, Ross? Sure, we can do that, or we could just... Execute Order 66. All right, all right. See, it's <laughs> morphing into your own now. And I, I want to say, I want to say, if you, I hope you guys had a good 4th of July. Uh, oh. oh, God, no, it started early. The bombardment just started. Duck for cover. <laughs> oh boy all right so that being said gentlemen you want to delve into some fan questions of this uh second rate star wars podcast second sure rate, but, we've moved up but yeah. can we make sure that um okay I have a question, Russ. When you pick these sound clips from the Star Wars movies, is it just like closing your eyes and just like clicking on different things, or is there like a like a, like a joke you have set up in your mind? You're just waiting to position it. Look, 
I knew I knew I had a little bit of spoiler about what was going on. We were going to talk about some clone action, and the clones don't say much in the movies, but they do like to say... All these movies are dead. Move to the east. Yes, sir. All right. Usually followed by yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The first thing we'll be discussing is an email sent to us on the Knights of Vader Gmail account. For those of you who are not in the Facebook group but want to contact us without having Mark Zuckerberg peer into your very personal lives when Google and Amazon aren't, aren't already, Gus sent us an email and it says, quote, could you guys do an episode where you do a psychological analysis of the clones from the Clone Wars 2008 and compare them to the clones from Attack of the Clones, Clone Wars, the micro-series, and Revenge of the Sith? If not, it's okay. Love your podcast. Keep being awesome. Uh, yes. You skipped some... Oh, okay. We're getting there, okay. sir. P.S. Is, is that Gus Lopez? We can only hope. I guess not. Oh, no. that would be great. P.S. I agree with Zenger. It's an Imperial Star Destroyer and not a Venator Star Destroyer. Sincerely, Gus, may the Force be with you. He had to scratch that scab. He just wants to hear I it. Know. Just, you guys go. I just, you go. Some people just want to see the world burn. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> burn with the, with the might of an Imperial Class Star Destroyer raining down a, um orbital bombardment. You're welcome. Russ, can you give us your opinion on that? Whether, whether it was an Imperial it's like a, probably or Venator. A, it's like, I think it's like a close-up of Jar Jar's new speeder. I don't know. We, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not going to be either. It's just the thing. We don't... It's I don't know what it's going to be. It's These leaks are so confusing. Um, even them putting Jar Jar in those new books is confusing. I saw someone posted a video recently where they were trying to be like... Oh uh, yeah, the, uh, well, why do you think they would have added this Jar Jar content if it wasn't for? And they played the whole clown clip. I'm sure you guys have heard it. The, the that Star Wars aftermath book had the Jar Jar oh, clip. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, there's not really much going. I'll say I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what it is. I have no idea. And I was thoroughly con- and I thought I knew this stuff. And li- I listened to you guys go back and forth. I was like, God, now I'm just lost. I don't know what it is anymore. I like how it's so funny that we have all these things in that trailer, and that was the only thing Zenger and I cared about. That was the only thing. I, I, all the things that we could discuss that episode. week. <laughs> you know what the weird thing about the episode is, too? That's like one of our highest downloaded episodes like of all time. It was like it got there like in like a week. That was the strangest thing about That's that episode, too. When those trailers come out, I'm like that too. I end up on shows that I'd never listened to because I'm like, I want to hear someone talk about the trailer. Who saw or who saw the movie the second I did? I got to go find it. This guy's talking about it. If you had trailer in the title, I'm sure, yeah, people came along. And they're like, what the hell are these guys talking about? Like, I want to hear about flipping over uh, TIE fighters or something. <laughs> Why are they bringing this up? They, they found a thing and they're like burrowed into it deep. <laughs> We found oh, that thing that involved us having to go frame by frame, and even the frame by frame wasn't clear enough to make a distinction. Well, at one point, both Zenger and I were holding up toys to the screen, trying to find like the perfect <laughs> angle. Like Zenger has like a giant like Star Destroyer model. It's like, see, this is how it fits. I have like a micro machine Venator. I'm like, no, you can clearly see the bridge and the slope of behind the bridge. Oh, there were revelations, there were regrets, there were uh, takebacks, there was arguments. It was it was a great episode. I really did enjoy listening to it. But yeah, I mean, there's a whole just uh, uh, roller coaster of emotions going on with that uh, that analysis. It was a lot of fun. 
Yes. But uh, that is not the question that Gus asked us. He asked us to compare the clones from the 2008 series, basically all the other iterations of the clones from the movies and from the micro series. So with that being said, who would like to delve into this first? I mean, I'll just say we saw the micro series after he's including the films, of course. Right. I mean, we can mention film clones. Okay, if you're coming off the micro series and you've just seen Attack of the Clones and they were really close together, uh, they the clones are like they seem really they seem less robot. I don't know. They seem less like uh, like uh, generic. There was a different voice doing the clone army in the 2002 uh, version. Not, I mean, I mean, of course, you got Django Fett doing the movie uh, to more Morrison, but in the you're talking about the micro series, that was a different voice actor. He didn't lean in so hard on the on the all these Wookies is dead, mate. They, <laughs> he's not pushing. <laughs> Those might be my favorite clones, just because we hadn't seen too much of them except for the attack on Geonosis, and then you see that series, and then I mean. It seemed like the future was great for this. Like this is going to be amazing. Those it, it was like those really quiet episodes where they that one where they pull back and there's that little attack group that goes off. They seemed um, and and Republic Commando going into that. You know, it seems the show it changed a little bit once the George Lucas of uh, watching every frame, doing everything for it. Cl- legit Clone Wars. I mean, the movie, of course. Um, sorry to bring that up. But the series itself, it, it, you know, it, it got into a lot more, uh, yeah, psychology of them. I mean, they didn't, they just seemed like a bunch of, uh, a bunch of BAs in the, in the, in the Tarakovsky. Is I'm saying that right? Is that yes. what he's called? Yes. Okay. Close enough. I'll allow it. Tarakovsky. Sure. That one. But yeah. I enjoy those the best. <laughs> I think everyone knows my answer to this, obviously. But as for the psychology thing, uh, Zach, you put this, I think, the most poignant way a long time ago, a long, long time ago on a podcast episode far, far away. You, um, We were discussing this at some other point in time, and I think the best comparison for at least the two like TV series is The Clone Wars, which is the newer um, CG one is what the clones probably really were like. Whereas the ones from the Taranovsky series are like the glorified versions of what like propaganda and everything would have you think they were like. Yeah, if they did a movie now, that would be like the in in universe show about them. Yeah, like that, that they're not actually like that. Like hearing the Imperial March in Solo as like a recruitment tactic. Kind of thing. I, you know what? Did we ever? Did, did that ever get brought up ever? Because I, how I, weird! <laughs> it, it's like so. Wait a second. There is their theme music just playing in the Death Star, and that's not actually just something in the movie. <laughs> it makes you think that song existed before A New Hope. So in in universe, it existed. It was just in a different key. That was a moment where, in the beginning, you're like, "Oh, I don't know where we're going with this. I'm going to stick around." But oh, that was a that was just a a weird. I'm going to say is a little bit of a misstep, like putting what we think we're just hearing into the uh, actual movies. I, mean, I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it's I think it's a clever way to tie it in. But like you said, I think they did before. I think even before Solo, it was in Rebels. I think it was like what's it, Empire Day. 
like the Empire Day yeah. celebration. Oh, right. they, they play it like on Lethal, and it's like like you said, it's in a different key, so it's not really the the way most fans would recognize it from Empire. That sounds um, like it's inspired like from a video game bonus. Like we're doing Empire Day on uh, Battlefront Two and in, in the <laughs> old Republic, and and we're gonna tie it in with the show, and everyone's gonna get a bonus for this week and stuff. But can you, what, is Va- is, does Vader ha- hear that in his helmet? I mean, it, does that song get stuck in stormtroopers' heads? How often are they hearing this? Like that does change well, what we do you think know, about. You know what it is, Russ? It's kind of like the Simpsons episode "Join the Navy." Even net It's like this weird <laughs> subliminal form of like recruitment. It's like that's what happens. People just get lured in. Like people are like traveling on like the spaceport in Corellia, and they hear the the different key of the Imperial March. They go, all of a sudden, I want to join the military. And it's like two years later, they're like blowing up like small planets and uh, rebel fleet. It's like, huh, how did I get here? So is the opening of Rise of Skywalker going to be Broom Kid going, Skywalker, going to be like Luke Skywalker, I got my broom. Like, how? Where, do, where does the song stop? Does the force theme exist? I mean, is it just the Imperial March? How far could it go? That's that's the end of the film, and they're all force ghosts. Everybody shows up as a force ghost at the end, and that's that's what it is. It's like a grand, yeah. like, uh, oh my lord, like it's like a an organization of just people sitting there singing at the end. It's like a choir almost. And and Poe is playing Ray's theme on Spanish guitar, <laughs> and he's like really into it. His eyes are closed. It got to He's got to do something at the end. That's my bold prediction. That's the satisfied part they keep talking about, like all oh, like, in the pre-release market. <laughs> like, thing, Daisy. Yes, that's what Daisy Ridley's talking about in that interview. That's why she cried. She's like, "My theme, really? He figured that out on guitar." <laughs> oh man, all the Raylos will swoon. It'll be great. There'll be tears of flowing. Or Kylo sings it to her at the end. He's like, "La la 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 la." I can see him having a deep baritone voice for that. <laughs> Uh, but no, going uh, two things before we get back to Gus, so I can answer Gus's question. What I just thought was interesting was that during Revenge of the Sith, when Anakin slash Darth Vader at that point is like marching up the Jedi Temple steps with the five hundred first. Why didn't Lucas use the Imperial March at that point? Hmm. You think that would be a perfect place to put the Imperial? Considering how Lucas <laughs> loved plugging in like original trilogy elements, why not have that part of them <sighs> marching up the steps? Well, was his big Too reveal using it, using oh, it yeah, at the cause... end of episode two when they're all looking over the clones getting on the ships? I mean, that was his. That's the original one. We we're like, oh, okay, we figured out how stormtroopers were baked. Now, now we know. So <laughs> they're not. They're not. Cl- that was the weird thing about Attack of the Clones. Was like, yes, like that's like the first like generation of like an Imperial army. But the fact that they weren't clones, like, the only thing like, similarity they honestly have is like they have white armor. That's kind of it at the end of the day. Like, the clones and stormtroopers were like two very separate things. Like when you like boil them down, one of them can't hit the broadside of a barn. The other can kill Jedi's on demand <laughs> easily, very easily. And they let and go one of those ones can- immediately. And they yes. can make sure. Hold these pieces in. Move to the east. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> so you're saying is get to move to the east. Yes. Let's move to the east. That was an important. Someone wrote that dialogue. We move to the east. That was Lucas. Very... Like he, has, he has this giant like, yellow notepad. He's like east, like in big bold letters, like underlined two or three times. 
we we've established that uh, Chewie's home is in the West, and we don't we have to save uh, Itchy and Mala. Oh, wait, I. What did I hear, Sanger, that Tarful is going to be like one of the like main characters in Jedi Fallen Order? What? Wait, oh, yeah. What? I did hear that. I did hear because there was a Kashyyyk level, right? Like you go to. Of course. And Chewie's gone. I guess he got nabbed. We know what happened to him. Solo. Yeah, Tarful is going to be like one that? of the leaders on the yeah, Kashyyyk Sanger. Are we going to see that in the game? Are we going to see Chewie get nabbed? Is that what's going to happen? No. And then you got to save him. Something. You can't. You you save Tarful, and you save the wrong one. You're like, oh man, I'm stuck with Tarful. (laughs) He suck. I wanted Chewbacca. He's our. He's Yoda. Missed him. He told me about him. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but no. Okay, going back to uh, Gus's point when it comes to comparing clone troopers, the problem though is that like doing a comparison, we have to always go back to like what George Lucas was doing and what his thought process was or his lack of involvement. I don't think George Lucas had any idea for the clone troopers, like in Attack of the Clones, in the sense of like what their thought process was. I think that came much later when fans like would gravitate onto the clones. It's like a, a portion of the story they'd be interested in. Because if you do look at them in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, they're kind of just like there because of like a necessity to move the plot forward. They're not there as like this grand like uh, like like a reflection of the Clone Wars. And then yeah. I think after like two years of probably because think about it, Clone Wars, the TV show was like being developed in like early 2006. So he probably had about six months of being like, oh, OK, I'm the one who could do the worst George Lucas impression on this podcast. But it's like, oh, wow, the fans really like these white people. <laughs> they really like these white finned people. It's like, oh, wow. Um, and that's kind of like I, that was it. And then after a while, it was like, oh, OK, let's put a little more emphasis on these guys. Yeah. Think of the momentum he got going because we know. I mean, he's just like, I'm just going to go up in here with a pen and a notebook and I'm going to come out with a movie. And then he comes up with the concept. He's like, well, I know I have to do something. I mentioned clones, something called a clone war. What is that? OK, I figured it out. I figured it out. Can you guys make video games of this? Can you make five video games of this? Can we uh, make all we the video go. games of this? It's all it's, we're going all in on clones. We can do a whole show about these just these clones. And it's like these old it's like the old uh, war serials that, you know, it's like it's like his, uh, you know, it's, it's World War Two, basically, but in his his world, and he finally got like a, a fighting force, a band of brothers, and band of brothers was kind of big around the time. Yes, it was. But the thing Good about theories. though is that, like, I, I get what you're, I know what you're getting at Russ, but you look at the Clone War series, and I know now people like worship the ground that series was on. But when, like, I as somebody who watched that every Saturday, even like in college, like, everything would come to a grinding halt. Like Saturday mornings, like everybody go away. I'm watching Clone Wars, <laughs> and like some, like a lot of those episodes are dry. Like, yes, you have some good episodes, like the Mortis trilogy. You have the okay, I'm trying some other ones. Like uh, when Obi Wan has to go like undercover, and they give him some sort of like weird thing that can make him like like mystique and turn to other people, which is never explained again in Star Wars. They had that sort of technology, or the episode where they have Sifo D. Oh. <laughs> oh, Sidoditos. <laughs> but I guess, like, that's the thing, though. Is that, like, even though the Clone Wars does have, like, emphasis on clones, like, when they have the uh, Pong Krell episode, the ones that when, like, Captain Rex and Commander Cody go to, like, visit the clones on the planet, and, like, like there's, like, assassin droids take over. But, like, a lot of the episodes, like, you have, like, how many, like, story arcs that involve, like, Padme just doing stuff? 
Like I remember yeah. like when the sh- I remember when the show was like airing in real time and people would be like get like it's kind of like what happened with Rebels. People would like get like the episode title list and they'd be like, "Oh no, there's like a four episode Padme arc." It's like, "Well, I don't need to watch <laughs> this for a month or I can just watch the highlights." And, and I don't think and he kept like jumping around the timeline confusingly. So people that weren't like keeping completely current watching episode, 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 be like, well, the, uh, this week we're going back to a year before. And it's like, well, what, what, why? You have to now to like completely understand the show, you have to look up those chronologies yeah. of the show because he just decided I'm but <laughs> in a way that's kind of cool where he's like, well, I want to go back and fix this. But to, to anyone casual watching, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why oh, is this one brilliant. guy a thousand, a million guys? And who's this? Why is the Jar Jar a Sith now or a Jedi pr- pretending to be a Jedi, which is a, a linchpin to that old Jar Jar, uh, Darth Jar Jar theory. Yeah, that oh god, that was so. I remember watching it because I know the there's an episode that takes place before the movie that's like in the middle of season two, and it's like yeah. I remember watching it being like, oh, Obi Wan and like Anakin lead like an assault on Christophsis. I'm like, Christophsis was the movie. I'm like, are they going back there like they did with Geonosis? And it's like, no, this episode takes place before the movie that aired what? like a year and a half prior. You had a start point. You decided what it was. You can just go from there. Just it's still a long time. You can act like this whole series took place in a month, and you still have a few years to do it. That's need to. Yeah, I again. That was the brilliance of George Lucas, though. Is like the insanity that went with the brilliance. He's like, I'm going to do what I want, regardless of what makes sense or not. It's like I'm just going to do it because nobody can tell me otherwise. They'll be rid- ridden out on a rail in two seconds for doing half the stuff that Lucas tried to do, which was is funny in retrospect. And now, any no one, has, no, everyone's really scared. I think at Lucasfilm right now. I think Rise of Skywalker is going to be good in a way that, but almost we're going to feel a little bit kind of hollow. Like, yeah, you kind of you did too. You made it too good, maybe. Like you, I don't know. There's, I think there's going to be a weird turn the other way, oh, where they're going to. Uh, correct, but they're gonna uh, correct too much. If that's they're gonna even overcorrect. Possible. Yeah, it it could be. It could be. It's gonna be like, oh man, there's so much I love, but man, did you really have to, you know, do this? I can't even say anything specific because I'm I'm am nervous about this movie because I I feel pretty invested in, especially I love I love Force Awakens that I like Last Jedi, but you know I don't like it as much as is Force Awakens. But I want this thing to end good. Like I want to enjoy Star Wars still. I, like I said, I, I do want to do a, a Rise of Skywalker predictions video uh, episode. Uh, Zenger, you still have to get Marie Mayhew. You got to get a hold of her because I need my crystal ball. Uh, apparently, yes. Your crystal ball of just nailing something perfectly out of nowhere. Exactly. You got to work on that, Zenger. That was like a month, and, and, a month plus and, ago. And by the way, uh, for context, when she was on Zengness, she predicted Darth Maul, and she actually gave it like pretty good evidence, too. Like, it wasn't just, ah, oh, Darth Maul is going to be it. It's like, well, it involves gangs, it involves this, it could involve Maul because of the fact that it involves the underworld. And I'm like, mm. okay, yeah, whatever. And then... <laughs> whatever, nerd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then sitting in the theater, son of a bitch. <laughs> I will say, it's 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 kind of sucks to hear that even Ron Howard at the end was like, we don't know, we just knew she was talking to some mysterious character that's going to that, be revealed. And- and that takes a lot thing. away from it. But if you're just casual enough and you go, no, it was really cool. I had Darth Maul and it was it was for sure his original voice. I'm sure of it. Uh, 
You know how hard it was trying to explain to normies the end of that movie? You know how many people who I had to explain that movie were like, oh, oh it takes place before the first one. Yeah, like, yeah, no. yes. There were so many people around me oh saying that. I'm God. like, no, God dang it, that no. Was, then Han Solo would be like 70 in A New Hope. Are you crazy? What are you I know, like? but like the normies don't think about this stuff the way we do. They're like, oh, so like Darth, like, so it's before like The Phantom Menace. And I'm like, no, this takes place <laughs> after that. It's like he's like, but then he get cut in half. I'm like, yeah, but he survived. Like, he wait, to... no, he didn't. I don't have Cartoon Network. I don't know these things. <laughs> All right, go on. He had spider legs. He killed Obi Wan's love interest. Wait, Obi Wan right. had ne- love interest. Next, you're gonna oh, tell yes, me he did. Yes. Oh, let me guess. Some witches fixed him, huh? And now he's all better. The witches uh, actually. <laughs> Actually, witches did fix him, and he's the witches fixed him bitch. twice. They gave him robot legs a second time, and then and he has they a said, brother who's yellow. Okay. His brother has yellow, has a double blade lightsaber, <laughs> and then Palpatine somehow knows about this and kills his brother, and he bleeds like yellow fog. And then he uh, somehow, and then Palpatine like, captures him. Somehow he escapes. We don't even really know that, except for like vague things in the comic book. Count Dooku gets possessed. General Grievous gets possessed. Everybody gets possessed. And somehow he ends up at the end of this. And Obi Wan, they're like, "Wait, then how does he die?" Obi Wan kills him. Oh, like in the end of Phantom Menace. Yeah, but no. Very much. Yeah, but instead of cutting him, horiz- I mean horizontally, <laughs> he goes vertical for the kill this time. Yeah, you can't sew them up anymore. And, no. and and it's on tattooing. Oh, you mean like during the original trip? Yes, actually, yes, that one is correct. <laughs> so I also want to um, just point out that the airing schedule and versus the chronological schedule of the Clone War series is um, done the same way George Lucas orders his Chinese food, completely out of order, and you better better buckle up. <laughs> So what you're so what you're saying, Zanger, is that there's a good possibility that when like Cowboy Hat Man was asking George Lucas for like the order production number, maybe Lucas got confused and thought he was ordering Chinese food. He's like, okay, I'll take a I'll take a number sixteen, a two, a forty-five, thirty-seven, forty-eight, one, and then it's like, and that's what Dave Filoni's like, what what? It's like, why are we doing these out of order so badly? No, Filoni is like. Filoni was telling him, like, tell you what, man, you ever heard of this dang old Quentin Tarantino man? He, uh, man, he, uh, he, he old, put the order there, man, don't, don't mix, don't put three where seven in, man, just mix it up. And he George's like, hmm, I like the cut of your jib. You, you make it here. I, I enjoy the fact that a cowboy hat man is just Boom Hauer for you. George Lucas is, um, Ray Romano. <laughs> Oh my god, um we're Flody. breaking down No Floney. I love it. Debra beat Floney taking over. He's getting he is gonna take over and that's gonna happen in the few they, years. I think I think this whole Mandalorian thing, I, I'm really glad that Favreau is doing it. I think Mandalorian is gonna really prep everyone to like wanna go see uh Rise of Skywalker, just everyone's gonna be primed. But I think Filoni's gonna be start starting to be put in direct getting that because everyone's like he has no directing experience besides animation he's gonna let him direct some of those episodes he's gonna get the tv experience with the big show and he's gonna move up and we're gonna get feloni movies in our lifetime at some point it's good i i think they're just prepping him for that at this point 
Well, I have a question now. Speaking of that, and I know like the like YouTube YouTube Star Wars's favorite thing is I'm um, overthrowing Kathleen Kennedy. Is there a possibility that maybe like again I'm not saying Kathleen yeah, Kathleen Kennedy gets fired or anything. Let's just say she like I don't know after whether it be five years, ten years from now, is there a possibility that they ask someone like John Favreau to head up Lucasfilm? Like would, they, like, would he actually transition into, like, an executive position? Like, maybe when he know. gets old enough, it, maybe, like, 10 maybe years Maybe when he's now? older. i say when he's older, man, that would be that'd be a pretty sweet gig, too. I could see it. If, if not, if it doesn't happen at Marvel. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I, I think Marvel's so kind of, like, has their heads so, so far up their own butts now. It's like there's no, like, dislodging that. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home being a prime example of that Being like, uh, this this doesn't really work But I guess we're going to go with it Because they make the rules now Wait, wait, and, wait, wait, wait I, I heard a commercial on SoundCloud this, this morning It says the best superhero movie of the year Including Endgame It made sure to say including Endgame <laughs> Its own advertising is saying it's better than Endgame And I'm like, every- alright, I was going to see it anyway Stop just stop. Just calm you know, down. You know what they do now? When it, every Marvel movie run, it's released on like DVD and Blu-ray. It has a little like pull quote from a critic. It says, "The best superhero movie since blank." It comes with like eighty-five little interchangeable <laughs> cards. You can insert whatever one you want depending on which movie you feel like. It's like, oh, today I feel it's better than. Close your eyes, spin the wheel. Avengers: Wait. Infinity War. <laughs> well, the other great thing about that is they don't tell you what critic it is. Like, I'm pretty sure a quote I probably will say at some point will actually be put on box arts. I mean, on a box somewhere. Oh, that Did I think about sweet. it? Yes. that I'm surprised that's not... That, who knows? When uh, Endgame comes out, it might just have uh, Justin Zinger of uh, Zingness and Knights of Vader gave it a... Don't think about it in his no, review. No, no. What they do is they just manipulate it and they take the don't off and it says, Zinger, think about it. Think about like, it. I said think don't before that. Did you? They, no, put, they, put, they put the ellipses there, so they figure it's good enough. How much does it cost to buy one word out of your mouth? We are Marvel Studios. How much to for don't? Um, here he goes there. Endgame, man. Think about it. Just think about it. <laughs> they did it, and they're like, "Wow, everyone's in." Moving on to Falcon and Silver Arm. <laughs> 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 that's a real thing, right? Isn't that a real show that's coming out? Yes, Where, with, Falcon uh, Falcon Silver and Winter Soldier. Yes, wow. WandaVision, Boy. the Loki series. But they haven't run Loki out of ideas at all. Through time. Yes, the Loki pokey stick goes to every genre. He's going to go. Who's he going to poke next week? Tune in. Disney Plus. <laughs> we'll take our check now. <laughs> 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 That's what it says. It says it's like welcome to Disney Plus. We'll take your money now. Zanger uh, said, "Watch this." He's like, "I said don't watch this." Nope, we bought. Don't. He said, "Watch this." <laughs> no, Zanger's like, "Do I get another hundred thousand dollars?" And they're like, "We have some Wendy's gift cards." And he's like, "Sold." <laughs> we'll give you one uh, month of uh, Disney of of the Disney Plus service. Ah, oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I sweet. I really can't wait. It is November, right? And we get all of yep. it. All the movies, everything. Disney no, Plus. Did, did you see what they're doing now? Like Disney, like uh, for Toy Story two. I for, I funny. I bought the Toy Story two like four K DVD or Blu Ray, and I, I was watching it. And, like you know, like after the like, the like when the credits begin, they have like those like fake bloopers they create. And as I was watching it, I'm like, I haven't seen Toy Story two in like ten plus years, and I'm like, wait, I could have sworn there was like more bloopers to this. 
and one of the bloopers was um stinky pete talking to like to two of the barbie dolls and he's like oh i can get you a part in toy story 3 and they cut that out because they thought it was offensive during like like after the harvey weinstein thing they thought it was too close to harvey what weinstein did and i'm like really (laughs) i'm like like it's it's he's a cartoon character his name is Stinky Pete. Like he's not real. <laughs> he he can't sexually harass anybody. He's he's pixels on like hard drive somewhere. <laughs> it's like really too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too no. soon. And, and that's what I'm afraid of. Those like if they're going to start doing that with their own movies, like I guess they've already like said no song of the south. They're taking the crows out of like Dumbo. Damn. And I'm like, so like, are they going to cut like all of Jar Jar? Are they going to cut the Nemoidians <laughs> out? Like, are we get a Star Wars like no Phantom way. Menace where no like like every single scene in the Moidians is just like erased out and says like not a racial stereotype? They're like, wait, they're Japanese it, guys, but they're speaking proper English, and they're just like, oh, this deal is no. Now there are two of them. Hmm, I don't know. Is they're not not racist or over the top? They're just normal Japanese Americans. So wait, would they also have to cut out all the clones so they're not stereotyping Australians too? New Zealand. Uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> now Zegger did it. Now Zegger. Did you redo Americans, please? <laughs> <laughs> I like how like, we had like two downloads a year from like New Zealand just popped. You will have less now. <laughs> See, Sorry, New Rage. Zealand. See, Russ is disenfranchising a whole new portion of the audience. We never knew we could disenfranchise prior. Uh, yeah, all these New Zealanders. All these Yeah, move to the East New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand, that's it, where it's it it to the New East. Now. It's to the east of Australia. <laughs> that was like flat Earth. We're getting too deep. <laughs> oh god! But yes, going Gus to answer your question, which at this point now we've been spent like forty-five minutes on. This is um, the Gus's question episode. If he should get all of, uh, we will start to answer your question ten hey, minutes later. We'll address he, your question again. No, I'm kidding. If he spent the time to send us an email. He deserves to get a response. And um, and he stood with the correct answer to the question. Well, sure. He, he's, he's misspoke. I think he wrote this on opposite day. I think when he sent this email, it was on um, July 2nd. So that's opposite day. So. Puh. Puh, I say. <laughs> but no, Gus. To answer- Canada Day. <laughs> uh, to answer your question, though, Gus, I think kind of like the thought process that went on with all this is that Lucas, over time, realized he had a, I don't want to say a niche, because even if you go back to like what Zenger and Russ were saying with the Clone Wars games, like Re- Republic Commando, the 2003, what was it, 2002 Clone Wars game that was like on GameCube and Xbox and PlayStation, um, even there, they don't have much of a role. And I think after a while, Lucas just figured, oh, this is something that I could do. Whether their portrayal changed, again, like Cowboy Hat Man definitely has say in how like kind of mopey they got at times, where all they did was complain about their feelings. But I think I think we all can agree that like, even though it's fun knowing how the clones think and getting their perspective as the front line of the, the Clone Wars, because obviously we can't get the battle droids don't have much of a personality in the same way the clones Stupid. do. Well, yeah, they, well, comedic relief. Yeah, incompetent. Like, but yeah, I, I guess what it boils down to is that, like, which would you rather have? Like, forget about like all the stupid stuff the clones do in the 2008 series. Would you rather have it where, for the most part, they are more stoic but hyper stylized, or would you rather have something like the Pong Krell episode where you have a like rogue Jedi who deliberately uses them as cannon fodder? Which Which would you prefer? 
I like the sto- I like how they portrayed actually in the films. To be honest, like they're just kind of there. Uh, it, it, 2008, you know that that whole series. Yeah, you get too far off. You know, what was it? Cowboy Hat Man had to be. You know, with Lucas's point, was like, man, dang old, man, bad, bad batch, man. Throw them old, make make them bad, man. Make, make, make them, get them sick. And it's like. They make the Camino and kind of look stupid for, for they kind of screwed up a lot of them. I mean, we had some that lived all the way to Rebels, right? Oh, not to Rebels, but to, uh, yeah, Rebels, right? Aren't they trying to retcon yeah. that, that one yeah. of them is in Return of the Jedi? Yeah, Re- yeah Rex there's is... a whole discussion about that. Why But do we know for a fact that, like, the clones, like, had, had I would imagine... Like the clones were like had accelerated growing through like adolescence and teenager teenage years, but like it's not like you would deliver like after that continue to age them. It's not like okay, let's say the Clone Wars went on longer than three years. It's like oh, we're five years into the Clone Wars. All of our soldiers are in their sixties and they have like where's like, some hill, Billy? We gotta take this hill. So technically, they're ten years old in Attack of the Clones, right? The order came as as the credits rolled on the Phantom Menace. Sido Dido, Sifo Dido made his way to Camino, started growing these. It took him 10 years, and then they had the clones that we saw then. So then Revenge of the Sith is three years later. So they're 13, they're getting angsty, and then they're killing the Jedi. Yes, they're rebelling against their parents. Oh, they, they went, uh, what, the Menendez brothers all on the Jedi. Do you think that Daniel Logan will ever be brought into Star Wars again? Uh, Live action. Mandalorian or a show, anything. He he wants it so bad. I've, have you seen like the pictures of adult him in the Boba Fett suit? Like, he wants it. He'll do it. I'll do it. I swear I'll come on I'll come into the I was series. I was Boba Fett last. I claimed it. He's the coolest. We're like, we don't even recognize you. We like Jeremy Bullock. All right, we'll have him before you. Bullock was in the prequels. Why didn't they just do it? I mean, I know he was the pilot of the ship. All right, don't. I know. As the clones, though. Will Daniel Logan ever show up again? Uh, maybe. Like, I know, like, I, I remember Rob telling me, he said, like, he went to an Adventure Time panel at, like, some uh, con, and, like, the first question, and I think Daniel Logan was, like, moderating the panel, and the very first question he got was, like, are you involved in The Mandalorian? And he's like, I'm not taking Star Wars questions at this panel. It has nothing to do with Star Wars. And... It, Ooh, and I, go I home! And <laughs> everyone just gets out of line. Yeah, I don't know. One I half think... who wanted to Star Wars left. The other half that thought it was a Logan panel, they left, and he was just standing there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I think it's possible he gets brought into the fold again in some limited means. Uh, but I don't know. Considering that they are so hushed-hush about Boba Fett still, yeah, clearly I think... they're, they're saving him for something, but I don't know what that is yet. I think he's going to be like a, a Anthony Daniels in the bar in episode two, or or Jeremy Bullock, like he's the pilot, right? Is that episode two where Jeremy Bullock plays a pilot? Like he's just going to be episode one of the... three. Yeah, he's yeah, he's the one I... that when when uh, Masamita like contacts Basil Oregano. That's right. That's right. So I think we answered Gus's question. Anything else about Gus's question, guys? Before uh, we move I, on, I kind of wanted to just. <sighs> So, I think the I, I've just been thinking about this while we've been talking, and something kind of dawned on me. You have to have someone have character development in this in the TV series. Ahsoka. 
You gotta have somebody have character <laughs> development in the TV series. Oh. Yeah, Obi Wan and and of course Anakin can have some, but they're like limited to where they have to still fit into their shoes that they left uh, Episode Two in when oh, so it comes okay. to Episode. So what better way to do that than to have an entire army of emotionally apparently unstable, like needy people who just need to express themselves every opportunity they get. Mm. So that's why I think they, they really came out and I guess people responded well enough to it because it just became a huge thing. And like I said, I make fun of it constantly, but I do actually kind of enjoy them and everything. So just, yeah. Like, I don't know though, because you think about, it's funny. Like everybody worships clone. The Zach, Wars. we're moving on anyways. No, but like you bring up a good point though. It's like everybody worships that Clone Wars series and yet like, is there even like a definitive like best episode of that series? Like nobody, you never. Everybody talks no. about how great it is. Nobody's like, oh, like we all can point to like episode twenty of <laughs> Clone Wars we, with General Grievous. We can all agree this is like that episode where Walter White is stuck in the room by with his friend. Okay, this is the episode. All right, this is the one where we just really no, there is none for Clone Wars. I don't. There's people always say the same thing you say in the beginning, the, the Mortis arc. Um, when Jar Jar arc, that and that one. Yeah, it has to be an arc or this or, you know, it's not. I don't. I, I oh, think the a lot more Ahsoka you, fights Vader. Oh wait, that's in Rebels. That's not even in that. Yeah, I've heard speculation that they think that one of the shows is going to end with uh, Ahsoka seeing the ghost of Anakin Skywalker. I would believe that would be the current Resistance show, and she is on Resistance, right? No, she's not in Resistance. She isn't yet. Oh, no. dang old man! I'm gonna put her in old dang dang finale. Watch it. You mean where they just ended out of nowhere and then we're all sitting here scratching our heads going, okay, well, there's another series that he just kind of ended out of nowhere and (laughs) the next series. Oh, well, that's okay. You have, okay. Interesting point. You just jog memory for Russ. Like when I know uh, Ahsoka's at the end of uh, Rebels when they have the epilogue where it's like, it takes place after the bat, like after Return of the Jedi and uh, Sabine and Ahsoka go looking for Ezra. There was a quote that Cowboy Matt Hatman made saying like, "Oh, well, I cho- this was back like in like 2014. He said something on the lines of Ezra's name was chosen for a very specific reason. And if you remember his his name is Ezra Bridger. And I was wondering cuz I know this month the the last Thrawn book is coming out, Thrawn Treason, and is there a possibility that there's, like, I know, like, Thrawn, like, it was always a thing that everybody was obsessed with as being the villain of the sequel trilogy back, like, in 2012 and 13. Is there a possibility that they're setting up Thrawn and the Chiss Ascendancy as kind of like the Yuzen Bong for maybe, like, going f- like post episode nine? Like, maybe ah. the whole thing with Ezra, like, everybody thought, oh, Ezra's gonna be, like, Snoke, like, grown up. And it's like maybe Ooh. maybe Ezra Bridger is the bridge to what's going to happen post episode nine, and the Chiss ascendancy is like to be this big thing where Thrawn, mm. much like what they did with like everything else, Thrawn will be been introduced. So you get the, the I don't want to say crybabies, but the whiners that like we need Thrawn, we need Thrawn. He's introduced in the cartoon, and then guess what? Ten years from now, when they do, I don't know. I'm just making this up now. Like episode ten, all those kids that were like eight years old when that mo- when the, when Rebels was on, be like, oh my god, the blue the blue guy with the red eyes. Oh. 
Yeah, but the blue guy with red eyes has been around since I was like twelve years old. Like since uh, he was since the book first Zond books. Yeah, yeah. Exa- well, nah, I'm not gonna tell. I was around then, man. <clears throat> that book. Uh, I mean, I stole it from the library. I still have that <laughs> library copy. I was a real little kid, real little kid. But that was it. That's all you got. You had Bendham's and the Timothy Zond books <laughs> and flea markets, and that was it. And then it's like eighty eight. <laughs> When that movie, that book came out in like 88, 89? No, it, 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 like 90, it was like 1991. I was about to say, I That's know it's like, sooner, but I, I want to keep this It's 90 maybe, because I, w- I know I was young enough to be going to my local public library, which was really small. I know the internet was not around, and it was just different, but... That, yeah, th- no, that at the time, man, that those that series was you pretty had to beloved. You it up That's, with the Dewey Decimal System. You did, you did, <laughs> and then you'd be real disappointed and go, "It's not here." And it's like, if if a book isn't in the archives, it doesn't exist. And like, no, that fucking <laughs> I, that, that Rusk guy took it, and as they're like, "No, it doesn't exist." I'm like, "Thanks, Joe Casta," and I give her a little wink. And <laughs> okay. But as far as Blue Guy going forward, I I hope it doesn't because it's is I, I appreciate it in a nostalgic kind of way, but it's too Star Trekky, like. Somehow he's not Star Warsy enough. I don't. I, don't, I know he's this brilliant tactician and Navy guy, but it, there's no lightsaber. There's none of that. I, I like Imperial but, Commanders and all that, and and, and but officers. I, but but look at it this way, though, Russ. And I do want to get okay before we do that. I want to delve right into quick. I want a Star Wars shirt that says, or a shirt or a poster that says, like Star Wars 1999. It says one Bendoms, two. Timothy Zahn, three flea markets. On the bottom, it says all we had. That's all we had. 89, 90, whatever. It's like our crew was on tour and we had Bendham's, we had Timothy Zahn, we had flea markets. That's it. That's all you had. If you didn't have one, you're lucky if you had those three. And we had whatever was left that didn't get thrown out from when we were kids. Oh, that's good. Uh, But no, getting to your point, though, back to like with Thrawn, though, it's like, I think. Like, think about it. Like, when it comes to Star Wars movies, we have basically stormtroopers, incompetent, bad guy like lieutenants, and we have the Emperor. That's Star Wars. <laughs> and to have. Yeah, you already some- said incompetence. Sure. But I think having a, a character like Thrawn on the big screen, especially a few years from now, we're talking like five to ten years from now, I think that would be something different. Like to have a villain that's not brawny, that can't just electrocute and swipe their lightsaber at their problems and make them disappear. But someone I think who can th- outsmart and outthink their opponent at every turn. Like I'll who's I'll say, he, and he and he has to have some kind of powerful uh, general or weird, disfigured robot uh, lieutenants. Something to make him. He's got. They got to up the Star Wars a little bit with him. It's good to have, yeah, a, a leader like that that isn't just an evil space wizard, which we've done. And, and evil space wizards are cool, but there can't be that many of them to to do this. But yeah, he's got to have like a, like a almost like a dirge style guy, or like I mean, or, or just dirge. Yeah, or dirt. Why not? Like that was one of the uh, that's one of the things where I was like, "Oh, this guy's gonna be around for a while," and we're really gonna. Oh, never mind. There he goes. <laughs> oh wait, he's in the comic. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> but no, but I think the thing is, is that like, like could, you, could you imagine very easily that like five to ten years from now we get the the Timothy? I'm not saying a literal adaptation. I mean, just kind of like a bare bones. But we get. Daisy Ridley in episode 10, 10 years from now, and she's fighting basically Thrawn. 
there's, there's someone like him, more of a cerebral villain than just uh, a like monster mash with his hood and his like glowy fingers. <laughs> I, it would be good because he 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 may he, he may have a different approach. He might there might not be Sith apprentices. There might be something smarter. I'm not saying Yu Song Vong or any of that, but. Uh, you know, no plants are going to make Jedi sick around him or anything. I guess Ray would. I mean, like, yeah, we are, I think you're assuming Ray survives this. Oh, film, yeah. Ray, right? Ray, Daisy Ridley, Ray will show up 10 years from now. At the very least, she will show up again because they had, and John Boyega will be back and probably Oscar Isaac. Again, Kylo Ren's going to die. Oh, you think it's oh, going to yeah. be Kylo that oh, dies? Yeah, he, ha- he has to. Ever since he killed see, Han Solo. See, I would. I, I I agree. I I would be really sad if something happened to Ray. Yeah, right. On the same no, but at the same time I could stop the madness that is the closet I'm in, which might I think I might be in the world's largest Ray collection as we speak. Uh, I am looking at uh, I've got multiple Ray Pezes. I've got monster trucks and cars and speeders and uh uh galactic heroes and every, plushes and cups. And I, I got a little obsessed with buying the race stuff. So if they could kind of slow it down after the next one, it might help. Well, well, I've, I, I just thought of something. So in ten years, when they bring Ray back and Ryder slightly different, are we going to have a ton of people then saying you ruined my childhood on whatever Ooh. the future of Twitter is? Oh, good lord! <laughs> you, ruined Ray. you ruined Ray. You made her snarky. She was always optimistic and 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 headstrong, and, yeah. and she knew everything. They could now call she's, They'll call yeah, her uh, instead of a uh, Jake Skywalker. They'll call her like a Roy or something like that. Some weird like thing. <laughs> that's not Ray. That's Roy. Hashtag not oh, my Ray. The Roy clones. They're slobs. Roy. I'm sorry. Roy is a bit. It's such a slob name. Ray. Much better. Hashtag not my Ray. Hashtag not my Star Wars. Hashtag uh, rate my childhood. Uh, it won't be hashtags then. I think we'll be using the um, little percent sign. Oh, that's it'll be, it'll be. <laughs> yeah. She's only zero percent of Ray. Hashtag not my Roy. Uh, the percent sign not my <laughs> not my Roy. There you go. Get that trending. And I'll be like, yeah, right. I'm percentage Roy boy. I've got one side Roy, <laughs> one side Ray. So it's all balanced. As it should be, and like you're co- quoting Marvel. It's like stop. <laughs> yeah, you're quoting that movie. classic franchise that's still going. We quoting that movie that everyone's still talking about in 2029. Of course, Avengers: Infinity War. I like I like you guys just take that when when you guys were talking about Endgame. We were like, is, is this just a, like candy we're just gonna chew up and spit out? And I'm all the same way. I'm like, well, I'm on the train and everything. I love it, but I mean, I don't know where they're going. I'm hoping for a Fantastic Four. Yeah, I can't forget about this. If you just go do something else, it's the year 2029. Disney is still re-releasing Avengers Endgame to beat Avatar's record. <laughs> They just keep every month. They just keep re-releasing it in theaters, hoping that it'll eventually be Avatar. Like every weekend, it comes in with like forty dollars additional money. It's we'll different. Get there. No, they're gonna be like, man, we will we ever beat Avatar six? The the biggest of them all. <laughs> we tried so hard. We have time travel. We can do end, uh, Infinity War two. That think about it. I'm like wait, what? I thought that was Endgame. Like no Infinity War two. Two. We'll time do it traveling. <laughs> 
And the sad thing is, is that like when they make like when Disney probably makes like another Deadpool movie, you know there's gonna be some joke in there about them like like why like, it was something like why don't you release Endgame again so it can be Avatar? Oh wait, like, that's a sad thing now. So, like it's become almost like like it's a meme now that they can't beat Avatar. Didn't they do it though? Didn't this re- recent release? No. And what is up with this recent release? What I've been seeing some stills that look really bad of Hulk like lifting up a car, but it looks even worse than that old PS2 game. I don't. I'm not sure what's going on with the re-release of any uh, game right now. We're just putting in all the footage we were editing, and most of it's not even done. Why would you put that on the big screen? Why? Who wants to see that? I don't even want to look at a picture of it on Reddit. I'm like, no, this is just stupid. Uh, but yeah, they made it all. Let's all believe again, right? No, not <laughs> quite. I can't wait for the inevitable. Like, uh, fate was it the Infinity Saga? Like, Blu-ray's box set it has like 28 movies in it. It's like <laughs> 75 disc. It costs like like, like a house payment. You walk just, in the Best it, Buy, you have to have like like, like a like cashier's <laughs> check that's been certified. <laughs> just it's like me Disney Plus. I'm not buying. I can't store all this stuff. I'm in room. Just stop buying it. Like I find like after Spider Man Far From Home, like I'm done. Like I do not care about like a Black Widow movie. It's like if if if, if a Spider Man movie that takes place after the Avengers is so boring. Like imagine a Black Widow movie. It's gonna be the most dry thing ever. So I'm wait, like, have you? Have you seen Far From Home? We've both seen Far From Home. You've both seen it. Okay, well, just say good or bad. That's all I want to hear. Because I'm probably going to end up seeing it in the next couple of days. I haven't seen uh, stay it. For the cre- stay for all the stuff after the credits. That- Damn it. You- I just want the Fantastic Four. Will I be if happy? You- no, you're- there's no Fantastic Four reference. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we lost him. We lost him. Head yeah, to the I- east. Head to the east, Russ. Head to the east. All these Fantastic <laughs> Fours are dead. Yes, sir. <laughs> Why not? Oh. And it better. Uh, all right, maybe they need time. They they just they don't want to use the current Jack Ryan. They they're gonna find somebody. <laughs> that's all I'm waiting. I on. actually yes that 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 is the casting the correct casting for that. Just saying. You, you do yeah. like Krasinski as him? I I'll I think it. I think he would be good. Why not? I'll accept it. I'll take it. It'd be fine. My son would appreciate it. My son is named Jack Ryan, son of Russ Ryan. And uh, <laughs> he he doesn't watch that or The Office, so he doesn't know what the hell. Or <laughs> tell him, this guy, yeah, Han Solo played your guy in name, and so did Batman. He's like, what are you talking about? I don't, these movies are boring. <laughs> All right, never mind. <laughs> yeah, it was just my wife. She just likes Nightmare Before Christmas. So our son ended up being named Jack Ryan. I'm like, you know that's a famous name right says, nah, nobody's gonna know that i'm like no they will like now nah, that's an old movie you just know i'm like oh, we'll see okay I remember we were we were being released from the hospital it was an asian doctor that came in she's like all right Bruce, jack ryan like the movies yes oh he's and i was like i looked at him like you see you see what you did <laughs> he stuck him with the name it's like david and mickey and if i was I, Russ I, Jones, I i'm like to have this 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 like a image in my mind of every time there's some Tom Clancy thing related to Jack Ryan that comes out, you just take her to the theater and you're just like, hmm, hmm. Uh, or I what I do is actually I take him and I put him under the marquee and I just take a picture. Of him. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one that came out was just called Jack Ryan a few years ago, uh, yeah. and I was like, yeah, get under there, buddy. And he was like, why? He couldn't even read yet. He's like, I'm like, just. <laughs> 
<laughs> just just get over there. The picture, please. So you'll appreciate it later. You can call him Shadow Recruit the entire weekend. He couldn't figure out why. That <laughs> was the one, too. I think it was. <laughs> you give him all these nicknames. You call him Shadow Recruit, the sum of all fears. Shut up, Patriot Games. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the good. I can imagine you're breaking like my a- plane. He's like, wrong. <laughs> Movie, I'm like close enough. <laughs> Plain. I have a question, bro. So, when you bring your son to like check up to the doctors, the doctor lean over and be like, "Are you a Tom Clancy fan, sir? Are you, like, are you and your wife big Tom Clancy fans?" That is, it does seem like it. I'm just like, dude, I don't. It's it's a nightmare for Christmas. I don't. Just leave me alone. Just yeah. It, it's I, I like Han Solo. I like uh, it's fine. He's Jack Ryan. Leave him alone. He's making his own way. The doctor hears your night before Christmas comment. It's like, does that make it better or worse? <laughs> Worst part is that my mother-in-law, we, 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 his middle name's Anthony, and she goes, oh, his initials are Jar. Oh, we call him Jar Jar. I said, F- just stop. <laughs> he's, he's not Jar Jar. Oh, his initials are J-A-R. I'm like, that's, it. I'd rather him, I'd rather him be Tom Clancy than be Jar. Like, oh, come on, we're not doing this. This is a child we're talking about. So, so, so on that note of the horrifying realization of initials, um, every now and then I'll be sitting there and, and it, it'll, it'll, it never fails to happen. Like, I'll be at like a job or somewhere and someone will be like, wait a second, your initial... Your initials are Jay-Z. And I'm like, God dang it. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're, you were Anthony and people called you Jazz or something. Oh, like, that's no, 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 no. Well, yeah. uh, originally, my middle name was going to be Alan. Oh. And my my mom was like, yeah, your nickname would have probably been Jazz. And I'm like, I am so happy you did not do that. So thank, thank you. you. Saved me a life of parachute pants and God knows what else. <laughs> <laughs> you dodged a bullet there, saying. God, I did. Jazz this. <laughs> oh man. All right. Or, or it could have been like Isaac or something, and you could have been like the. I, uh, I've, I've, I've already Star done Wars. that joke. I already did that joke okay. too. You got it. You got it. Yep. I, I I did that joke, and and um, yeah, that that that's always a fun thing to go back to whenever I feel like being awkward. It's weird for newer fans when they have to accept certain weird things in Star Wars and go, wait, did he put that in there on purpose? And it is still a mystery. I'm just like, well, I don't know well, why. I the, put it in there I because know the is called, I don't know if that was a term at the time. I'm, I was just a kid. I, don't, I have no idea. He might have just thought it was a play on jazz, and he might just be a nerd, which isn't isn't that crazy of an idea to accept that George Lucas didn't put together that the word um, for his style of jazz sounds real weird now. This is getting so off topic. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just what's the topic again? <laughs> oh, oh, wait, I don't I, know anymore. Magnified it if that's a word. This is broken. <laughs> guys, it's almost Fourth of July. It's the night before, right? Do you guys have work tomorrow, Fourth of July? Oh man! <laughs> you guys be peacefully getting hamburger. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I don't think we derailed this episode. I think it jumped the tracks. Oh, oh man. Um. No, we 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 have we have some other stuff. I, hopefully that that answered Gus's question. Or else we'll get a longer worded email. 
All that right, would Gus, be like. Gus, let me be more specific. Gus, if you can't figure this out, and you're definitely not Gus Lopez, you, you need to pick up your brain and read a book. All right. <laughs> or you need to pick up your mouth. And thank you for uh, sending in uh, a question. <laughs> Insult nice the fan base. It will get there. Uh, it wouldn't be right if we weren't uh, disenfranchising every member that, li- that listens to us. Perfect. All right, moving on. Josh M. in the Facebook group asked, wondering what we think will be revealed in the Rise of Skywalker trailer number one. You know, I saw that post, and I'm just like, I, you know what I really want to see? What in type movies? of ship it is? No, is it I a Venator would... class? Is it a Star Destroyer? That's all it is. It's a slow creep along the side in every crack. Oh, you can see the radar dash. You can see everything. You figure it out. You see where the bridge are. Are there multiple bridges? We don't know. We don't know. But we're going to find out. Um, we don't know. <laughs> what I want to see, though, I really, uh, and seriously, I did see his question. What I want to see is either Kylo Ren or Ray. Deflect a blaster with a lightsaber. Why? Why has this not happened since the prequels? It's like we see Kylo Ren stop a blaster. What if if you really want to show these like characters have progressed and they're legit? That happened in the Force Awakens. Kylo Ray shooting at Kylo Ren. He's blocking it with the lightsaber. Oh, he does. Well, well, then Ray then because Luke does it in Jedi. <laughs> well, Luke does it in Jedi. Luke does it in Jedi, and that's the first time you ever see it. He's not blocking blasters in Empire Strikes Back. He's just getting things thrown at him. And, yeah, you see it on Jabba's sail barge. It's really – and you see it against the, oh, the best shot when he does it against the, 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 uh, the scout troopers on the bike. And that's, that's a great scene. I want to see Rey deflecting blasters with her lightsaber. That, that's actually a good point. I was like – you said that. I'm like, no, they – Huh, it has been a while. So yeah, I, you're right about her having Hans Blaster and in, in Kylo Ren, but it's not like an, I want to see like the like the like the army scenes. Like I want to see like like Ray and the Resistance and fighters and her in there, like kind of in the fray, kind of blocking stuff. Like that's a. I mean, do you remember those old Jedi games? Like it's like all you did, all you did that like that PS One Jedi game where you're jumping around like crazy. Uh, Jedi yeah. pops, right? Oh my god, yes. All you're doing is it's better to just block the entire time. That's all you do. Battle battle droids come out, you block them, and they blow themselves up constantly. That's the whole game. It's so wasn't, fun. Wasn't Mace Windu's like special where he like threw the lightsaber and it spun around him in a circle? Yes, yes, it was. And, and then you got the power ups where like your lightsaber could become super long. <laughs> and it had like Plo Koon, Mace Windu, yeah. Obi Wan. And uh, Plo Koon had an orange lightsaber. Yes, he did. And it had the one chick. Had the one chick. She mm. had like red, but it was like mm-hmm. pink red. Yeah, that was oh, the time man. we could believe that all these different colors were a thing. But now we just back to blue and blue and red and white, maybe. Yeah, white's in there. God, is that now the, I want to go find Ahsoka that game. blade? Is that is white Ahsoka? Is that yeah. just yeah. a permanent medium of Jedi? Is her? She, she is no Jedi. She yes. Um. So the let me try to remember this. The white lightsaber. Star Wars Jedi power battles. Ah damn! I forgot <laughs> my thing was on. That was awesome. So 
avoid reminding you of the topic and you were just going all yes thank you it's supposed to be it comes from a red crystal it's it's you re like cleansing a crystal Mm. that's been corrupted by a sith user is how you get the white Mm. allegedly well how is okay i was about to say how is is that canon or legends that's canon because white lightsabers didn't exist till afterwards oh my god okay i guess i'll look it up real quick yeah, I was about to say, because you, you would think it would have popped up in a video game by now, but it hasn't. Not even Jedi Knight 2 has a white lightsaber. The Force Unleashed does. It's oh, white okay. and black, actually. Mm. Yeah, those games are fun. It was fun hearing you guys talk about Starkiller and all that. And it's like, I don't, I think 2 kind of ruined it for me, but I, I love 1 so much. 1's so fun. Uh, Alright, anything? Is there anything you want from The Rise of Skywalker? I guess the reveal... <sighs> Are they saving the Agreeing reveal? Agreeing with Ross doesn't count as an answer. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, it yeah, it, it should. He's the Rod Master. Champion he, of the Rod. Yeah. Um, I I, I kind of want the big baddie revealed. Like this this uh mm-hmm. the 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 Doctor Who guy that's floating around. And it, it's supposed to be like the big baddie, right? Well, they, some... they saw they saw him confirmed that Matt Smith is in the film. I don't get that. It's gone back and forth so many times. It's like, no, Matt Smith said it. Matt, he's not. He's not confirming. He is confirming. And the whole thing, he's this placeholder for Palpatine. Since the beginning, since the first of those rumors came out, they're like, he's a young Palpatine from a flashback. And you're like, whoa, maybe. Maybe that's still true. And people aren't just... People have moved on. Once they heard that laugh at Celebration, it changed everything. Like, well, no, 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 he's, Emperor's in a movie. Ian McDermott's here. He's here. But maybe Matt Smith is just in a flashback as the Emperor. We don't, I mean, uh, it's just, we, we, we don't know. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I do have an answer to the white lightsaber thing. Okay. I was correct. Uh, though the, this, this is from Wikipedia. It's from Wikipedia. Though the crystals originally emitted a red blade, she purified them from the darkness tainted, that tainted them. So I guess it's the reverse of how you make a red lightsaber. Interesting. Crystal. Oh, God. Is that what's going to happen at the end of The Rise of Skywalker? Kylo Ren's red lightsaber will turn white because, like, Ray purifies it or something? Uh, I made yes. sure to tell <laughs> Cowboy Man these are not mood rings. They do not change. <laughs> It's like it's like when episode three came out and they made those like uh, those blue lightsabers that would meld into red lightsabers with the same hilt and yeah, 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 yeah. I don't I don't want to say a lightsaber yeah. yeah I have that I have that one is it was uh, it was Anakin's lightsaber yeah, and it I would know. it would change from blue to red with same hilt made no sense threw it in the trash no I'm kidding I still have it, of course but the so reason also, why Lucas did the reason why they did that is because Lucas wasn't sure because I know at one point like you looked at some of the concept concept art for Revenge of the Sith and Anakin had a red lightsaber because even the teaser poster has him with a red lightsaber and I it heard that been it, cool. until, it wouldn't have been until later in the movie that I, or, I'm sorry it was later in production that Lucas decided to keep it I think there was something that Lucas didn't like I guess on Mustafar him having a red lightsaber like the like there was no contrast yeah. there I heard uh, that and that's why he kept it blue I I can't I can't tell the battle what's going on so just give him both blue lightsabers it won't be confusing at all but I think I think that's what it was though it's like the reason why the the toy like had the feature to do like blue to red was that like in the first half of the film his lightsaber is blue then the late latter half it was red 
And I think, and that's and when they were doing like the special effects, like Lucas looked at it like on Mustafar and was like, I, I, you can barely tell that it's red. It just looks like a white beam sitting there. And they yeah. changed it. That was all, and that's why the toy, um, the toy was left over from that like production. Because isn't there? I'm trying to think. I could maybe I'm wrong. I could have sworn there was a Revenge of the Sith like Anakin figure, like it was like a variant that came with like a red lightsaber. It's a missed opportunity to just have the Emperor. I mean, but it's all already set up. Obi-Wan needs to get that lightsaber. It's not a mood ring. It's established. He has to get that thing to Luke. It can't change colors as if if, if your eyes, your eyes can be a mood ring and change colors, but not your lightsaber. He has to give that thing to Luke. So we never got to see him with a red lightsaber in any of those movies. And that's just kind of, you know, it just, cause yeah, he was stuck in the construct of the original trilogy and could not, there were certain elements you just can't change. You you can't change. And I don't get why that light. Anakin only had that lightsaber in episode three. He lost. He didn't have a lightsaber in episode one. Episode two, he loses multiple lightsabers, or at least he, he seems to want to lose multiple lightsabers. <laughs> he, he just he gets thrown one at the end, and that's what he's fighting Dooku with. And the one that Obi-Wan had was also just thrown to him. These are just random lightsabers. They don't seem to have that yeah, much of a connection. A- that is a good point. Like none of these are like some like super weapon anything. It's just sentiment. That that's all these things are just sentimental things. Unless there's going to be something revealed later. And it's but- only three years. How, how many lights? Because he's like, not again, Anakin. Hold on to this thing. It's your life. And that one when he says, "This is your life," that one gets cut up in the action uh, video game droid uh, segment where it gets cut up. It, it's just destroyed. That, that lightsaber means nothing to him. He has to just yep. get one thrown to him later. That's another one of those great Lucas decisions. There was like, what? Yeah. what it's like, if there's to get handed lightsabers again anyway, then why not just give them the same hilts again? Well, you no. see, well, you see, the Geonosians really liked Obi Wan's like barbed, like end tip. So they wouldn't have given it away. Because think about it, like, Obi Wan's doesn't get destroyed, it just gets confiscated. Yep. Yeah. And I doubt they. I doubt the Geonosians would have like destroyed it. So it's probably somewhere on Geonosis. <laughs> That's the MacGuffin. We gotta find it. <laughs> That's the real MacGuffin of the Rise of Skywalker is finding Obi Wan's lightsaber on Geonosis. All this Palpatine right. stuff is just a shroud. Yeah, and and Kylo Ren, go find Dooku's. He's the only one that has <gasps> a, a cool hilt. Yeah, wait. Yeah. How come no one cares about that? It's just floating outside Coruscant somewhere. You do want to do floating hands with lightsabers. You can have two hands holding one of that bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) And a head, if you want. (laughs) It's stuck in its mouth. It's always one piece, like a shish kebab, because it's it's for the July. That's what we're thinking about. Oh, man. Like, Dooku, what do you do with with that thing? He's like, I'm going to have to... You need to pick up your mouth. And put it in there. Hold on to it. So, I mean... Are we led to believe that there's more significance with certain lightsabers over other ones? Because shouldn't I, be in <laughs> in the prequels. It's put. It's I swear they're like the whole you know. Oh, be 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 safe with this. I swear to God, they were just probably like a freaking bin of them sitting off to the side in every one of those ships. Where it's like a Jedi's like, oh, I lost my lightsaber again. Oh, here you go. It's yeah, like it's. They were throwing those to them. Why didn't they just throw Padme one? What's the difference? <laughs> I mean, what is the difference? <laughs> I wanted to see Jedi. The Jedi should have at least had five each on them. Throw one to yeah. three people. Throw one to R2. It's just like, we got, we brought extra. Like, what are we going to do? These are the training sabers that those kids use. Just we turned them on. You took the safety off of them. 
I guess it kind of held sentimental value in the um, original trilogy of this was your father's lightsaber. But then it gets like, it's not like he can't go back to Cloud City or they can't go back and get it at some point. Instead, he builds another one on his own. I thought that was like some rite of passage thing, too. Think for about the this. Think, think about this at the end of episode one. If there's just a little scene where they show Obi-Wan helping little Anakin to build the lightsaber that we see. Luke and then Ray get we don't have to have little scenes of it getting cut up by the slice and dice machine on on Geonosis. We don't need to see him drop it out of a speaker. He kept the good one at home. He kept the good one oh. at home. Uh, it was is a it, it they he could have put so much even more into it and be like it's even more important but he didn't he just like oh no he just has it in three like all right i guess dignity about it being called ray's lightsaber now it's like well she's had it literally for more movies than anakin so <laughs> just <laughs> go away but you know what i think is interesting though is that like obi-wan has like the lightsaber from like episode one then he, ha- you know, it falls down the shaft at the end of the Phantom Menace. He has the same exact hilt again in Attack of the Clones. It gets taken away from him at some point in Attack of the Clones. But then by Revenge of the Sith, he gets the lightsaber that obviously he'll have for that film and A, uh, a New Hope. Which makes you wonder, is that the same lightsaber at the beginning of Attack of the Clones that's in the Phantom Menace? Did Obi-Wan go down the chasm where Darth Maul was and like ignored like like the screaming like half corpse? <laughs> He'd take his lightsaber back and be like, it's like like not my problem. Jander will clean this up. It's kinda like oh, a robot chicken now. sketch. I see you're still here. I watched you kill my best friend and master since I was a child. I'll be going now. And he's just like <laughs> Darth Maul trying to reach that thing for like two two years, <laughs> getting so close. Like soon we'll have our this lightsaber. Soon I will cauterize this wound. And it's like all right, nope. I think looking at it this way though, Obi Wan's like two for two when it comes to like dismembering people. Like look at it that way. <laughs> oh, like, we don't, we don't talk about that. I will give it to him. Like if you look at it that way though, like like look at it though. Like he cut one guy in half, he dismembered another guy. It's like, come on. Like Darth Vader must have seen him be like, jokes on you, Obi-Wan. I have no more limbs for you to cut off. <laughs> Your powers are weak, old man. I have no more limbs. Weak. That's that's what actually happened in that scene. That, that that was that was the full line. It's like, haha, jokes on you. I can't be you can't cut anything else off of me. Like imagine the clone troopers, like the ones that like Obi-Wan has to disable the tractor beam. They're like, oh man, it's all Obi-Wan. Hide your limbs, quick. <laughs> Don't let him see your legs. I've been brushing up with Walrus Man. <laughs> yeah, that's another example. <laughs> we find out like many years later that Obi-Wan had some sort of weird like dismemberment fetish or something. <laughs> Yeah, the Tuskens, of course they were scared of him. He was brushing <laughs> up on them. I will say, it is just the man. Not the women, nor the children. I am a true Jedi. Just the man. They're like, well, that's not even, that's not better for us. We still don't want that from you. <laughs> there's like an entire camp of like, I can imagine there's some sort of like documentary done in the Star Wars universe. And it's like a refugee camp for Tusken Raiders that have been cut their <laughs> arms and legs cut off by Obi-Wan. Who is this masked menace? Or this one menace? <laughs> All he does is come in and cut our arms off, <laughs> all our legs, and once we're out of those, he leaves us alone. Finally, all he does is yell "hello, hello" there at us every single time he does this. Yeah, and, and waves. I'll, That's the worst part. He waves at us. 
We can't wave back. How do we wave back? We can't. It's the most insulting thing you can do to somebody without an arm. Oh, my gosh. Also, I, I just now thought of another great robot chicken sketch where it's um where it's him going, he's now a machine now, the man, twisted and evil. There's nothing left for me to cut off of him, technically, now, too. So I am useless against him. I'm taking your limbs. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man, uh, point collector. Ah. <laughs> uh, Keep questions coming for Zach. Zach needs these questions. Yes. Uh, and yeah, thank you both for for both of those. Like I, I really was provo- like provoked, and I didn't want to respond when I saw the. Uh, what do you want to see? I mean, he was saying, "What do you want to see in the trailer? What reveal? I don't want to see any reveals in the trailer. I want to see Knights of Ren. Knights of yeah. Ren." Show me a little of them. Show me that they can do anything. Okay, question. Question. I want to show all them stumbling around. I want to see what R2-D2 is doing. Is he there? He's chilling no. in the background. He's, he's hanging out with Dio. Okay. No, that's BB-8. Never mind. Yeah. I have a question. Do we want to see Palpatine in the trailer? No. 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 Do you think, considering that they've not referenced Palpatine at all, like, in the Vanity Fair stuff, do you think they're going to keep him quiet now until, uh, the the film, or they get, or they get slowly trickle things out about him. Is Sony doing any of the marketing for this? <laughs> you gotta admit, Zanger, Sony did a pretty good job of keeping a lot of the far from home stuff like under their hat. It they did and they didn't at the same time. I think that suit should have been revealed later, or at least one of them should have been revealed later, since he gets two new ones. Well, one of them's not even really a Spider Man suit. It's like a suit that the guy the government makes. You're right. It's um. It what was it um. Was the night French monkey. government make these? I haven't night seen monkey. it. Yet. Wasn't that it? Yes, in the night monkey suit. Yes, the and night they're, they're suit. in the game already. I'm assuming, right? I, actually, yep. yes. Um, I forgot. I did see that there was an update to um the Spider-Man game, and now I want to go play it so I can use those suits. Use the night monkey suit, Zanger. Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely going to use that one. Um, the, I mean, I I make the joke about Sony, but yeah, they're they still spoiled some stuff. There wasn't anything to spoil in the movie. Nothing happens. <laughs> You can't spoil nothing. I, I think this episode is just going to be titled Zach and Zinger are angry about something. We're not going to say what it is, but I think you can figure it out by the end of this. <laughs> and, Russ, and Russ has access to a soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, good lord. Um, I guess, <clears throat> I'm trying to think though, Zinger. Like, like, what do we expect? Because I think we're not really going to get another trailer until what? Like, like October? Tomorrow. No. By tomorrow, I mean tomorrow's in the day after we record this. Yeah, well, what's the big date? will lose his goddamn mind because then we'll have to re record and this will just be a lost episode. Haven't had one of those in a while. We haven't. It's about time. Do it now. Release it now. But I guess the next, like, the next piece of marketing we're going to be getting for the rise of Skywalker will be like in August with D23. And we'll probably get some, like, behind the scenes, like, because think about it, there's always, like, the behind the scenes reel we always get. Like during uh, the summer, I don't. I would Which rather just have some kind of trailer. Those, yeah, those are two because they did that for Mandalorian. They did that for Last Jedi. I don't. I think yeah, they, they did it for, for, um, for Force, Awakens. Force Awakens too. I think that was the first time they tried that. I'm like, hey, people like this. It's like we liked it the first time because we didn't know what was happening. Like we didn't know anything. Everything was new. Just I, I want a real a real trailer that doesn't give away anything, but just kind of brings the hype. I like the behind the scenes trailers because that's where they, they actually show a lot of stuff, but they figure like it's out of context. But if you know how to read the tea leaves, 
we also have to see uh, uh, Daft Punk Zam Wessel, the the, <laughs> the the little booger, the booger monster, Gary Russell. Yeah. Yes, Dan P- Daft Punk Zam Wessel. Like I don't know. I think there's still lots of like I know like we we'll probably get a shot of like that like monkey creature they keep talking about that's like in charge of like Darth Vader's castle and where like I don't know I could very easily imagine like the first shot of the trailer being like Vader's castle and then, like it cuts to like the Lucasfilm logo and it's another like like voice one of the ca- thing. yeah it'll be another voice talk I know like in what the second Force Awakens trailer it's Maz Kanata and then like it's like a little bit of Han Solo in there too I think it's gonna be that it's gonna be play I think they're gonna play up a lot of the I think it's gonna have a very similar marketing campaign to like I'm, Revenge of the Sith like they're gonna I try to so tie into all the other films now who do you think is going to be because w- with the last Jedi trailer we had uh Luke doing the narration right we had kind of a split for Force Awakens do you think they'll do something like use Harrison Ford's voice or Han for somehow for the voiceover of the trailer? Who do you think is a voice? Because they like to do that voice of the trailer kind of thing. What if they did Yoda or something? Who do you think it would be? Uh, <clears throat> I think uh, there's no way in hell they're going to get um, Harrison Ford to go any near anywhere near a Star Wars thing again. So <laughs> well, he's a, that one's out. Rumor, well, you heard the rumor that apparently he's going to show up as like a vision in this. For like a moment, like there's gonna be a scene at Vulcan. The rumor. Do I have to say anything in this? No, you're just Land- kind of Lando. Good, Lando I'm doing. Some, Lando might have some old hollow tapes he made of himself, or was like, let me show you, puppy, back in the day, and. Who knows? Well, Pappy, who is he talking to? Is Lando gonna talk to Kylo Ren? <laughs> Will that moment happen? That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Well, about, well, what, what have we here? Son of Han Solo. Well, I think it's interesting, though. It's like, we're all kind of like, like, I know there's like rumors going around that this film is supposed to be like, like, like a three hour film. And I, dear Lord, don't let it be another Avengers Endgame. But it's, it's the idea, like, think of all the, like, the spinning plates. Like, we're introduced, like, why is Lando back other than just like the fans? Because we need that scene where he goes, that ship. It belongs to me. He goes, whoa, I wanted fair and square when Han died, son. And, you know, they got to do their back and forth. <laughs> Kylo Ren, and I have never thought of that. Kylo Ren and Lando Calrissian will be in the same film and <laughs> possibly cross paths. Possibly one might get killed by the other. It could be either way. Think of all the characters they have in this. We have like the already established like cast of characters: Ray, Finn, Poe, Kylo Ren, General Hux, um, Princess Leia, Chewie, and then we're gonna have Lando, Jana, Daft Punk, Zam Wessel, uh, Allegiant General Pride, or whatever the hell his name is, mm. the Knights of Ren. Like possibly Matt Smith, the Emperor. Uh, the, the yellow book the Emperor. The Emperor. Darth yeah. Vader's clothes. <laughs> like we're we're gonna have all these elements. It's like, how is any of this supposed to be like rap? Like like you were saying, Russ, earlier on. It's like I have a feeling like we're like the reason why so many people like like have the narrative of like, oh, the prequels are okay, but Revenge of the Sith is like pretty good. Is that Revenge of the Sith, all it had to do in order to appease the fans was click into A New Hope like two Lego bricks. That's all that film had to do was just click into it. But the Rise of Skywalker or any episode nine doesn't have that sort of this like luxury of clicking into anything. It has to be click into with this. It it, it has to a finish is not something that's been done before. We don't know the end. We can't 
possibly know the end already. It's just it's a high, high pressure for all for us as 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 watchers and fans and making it. My God, I I, I couldn't do it. I know that. But I guess my question is that so, like like one of Tom Sixanger, it's just okay. one of two things. Is that like is there going to be an element to this that's going to be like Return of the Jedi, where not that it's underwhelming, but it's kind of like bittersweet. But at the same time, though, are they good? Like, are they like? I think about it. when JJ was making this and writing the script with the guy who did Batman v Superman. Are we like Rogue One was ready out? Are you they find good? out their all of their parents' names are Martha? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Shami Skywalker's real name was Martha. But my question is, like, are they going to try to like outdo? Like, considering that everybody loves the ending to Rogue One. Are they going to try to outdo that? Like, are we going to have a scene in this? Like, you know, like, like everybody loves the like gold leader standing by. This is red leader. Are they going to try doing that and just throwing everything into the pot? Like, are we going to sit there? Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like different things they can do. But like, are we? Like, are they going to try something? Like, we know there's going to be a massive space battle. JJ's going to feel compelled to outdo Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and, and like, are or we Rogue have, like, One, like you said, or Rogue One at this point? Because Rogue mm-hmm. One did, I mean, a great job. I mean, real big props to Disney for Rogue One. Just like, I, I know people are like oh, I don't like the beginning too much, but the end is the best. I like, all, I, I think I like all of it. I just, uh, it's one of those ones. You know how when they say that the, um, that 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 production was uh, affected so much that there were certain changes in it. There's one change in that film where I feel like. You know the part where Cassian and them get stopped by the Imperials, and then K2SO shows up real quick, helps them get out of the situation, pretends to arrest them, and then leaves again. That seemed like the one scene where I was like, that was added later. And I felt that as I watched the movie. I was like, this, because you go in knowing that the film had gone through massive edits and the director had to like, you know, do tons of reshoots. Every time I see that, I'm like, that was the one scene. But that's my only complaint with Rogue One. So you're telling me that at all those reshoots and they couldn't get Forrest Whitaker back on to properly pronounce booty. <laughs> Rock. <laughs> we needed we needed just more K2SO. And I think they did kind of force it because it is very comedic. When he comes back, he helps them real quick. He he's, I'll take them away. And then he hits Cassian and everything. I feel that was when they were like, well, we needed to work on the humor a little bit and make it a little lighter than it was. And that's the one scene that just jars. I'm like... Why would they leave him at the ship? Then do that scene. Then he leaves again. It's like it make that kind of makes no sense. Well, it's just you bring that up, Ross, because I remember when like Rogue One was like this was like like Novemberish before the movie came out. I remember reading stories that like a lot of like Disney mommy bloggers were being invited to like Rogue One screenings, <laughs> and in the dough, no, is it serious? And like people were I like, oh, it. they like they were having a problem because the film must have been testing very poorly with families, so they needed to sit there kind of like prop up that side of like the audience, and that's what it was. And like and that makes sense. Like, yeah. like should we show more people dying at the end? You think that will help our case? Because, yeah, all the Jetta scenes are, are real intense. And if you take K2SO out of that one scene, there's no, like, levity at all. It's, like, the the mistaken identity and them taken and getting taken by the Empire. And it, it, it just, yeah, that comes out of nowhere. It's like, well, why'd you leave him there in the first place? Well, how did he make his way back to you? Oh, did, how did you know that was me? Uh, 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 I didn't. You know, all that stuff. That seems like the tacked on scene that was massively worked on, but I don't think they'll ever admit it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it, it sucks. It. I don't know why, why just my radar went off when I even if I saw no, it the I mean, first time. I was like, because you, 
because you read those news headlines and and you in and and you're almost looking for things like, well, what what could they have changed of a movie I haven't seen? But yeah, go on. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say you bring that up, and I'm like, no, that actually that's a kind of a almost perfect fit. That that does it's something to where it's like a nice little scene, but you don't think about it. But then if you do think about it, it's like that doesn't really make sense. Of like he just he shows up to leave, basically. Yeah. He's already resigned that he has to watch the ship and it's too dangerous for him to go there. And he has no interest in, especially Generoso's safety at all. He could care less. He's like, he doesn't want to be there with her. He doesn't want her to have a god, any of that. Then he just shows up, saves him. Uh, they, they meet, I, I'm going back to the ship now. My people need me. I must go. <laughs> My yeah. people need, yeah. K2SO survived on his way back to the ship. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I said right. Okay, we'll do a Rise of Skywalker prediction video soon because I think we're due for one of those. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to say. I guess uh, who knows? I, I, at this point, I don't know. I only thing I, I only thing I'm afraid of because I know that that thing keeps showing up in the rumors, like the 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 Force duel, or like they keep fighting and it takes place in like different Star Wars locales. And I'm like, why? Just like why? The, I don't because nostalgia. That's okay. Why. Cool. Good for them. That's not what you need to do, though. But like, like that's the thing about those. Like, it, it feels like what they did with Avengers Endgame. It's like, oh, we're going back in time to different locales. Why? Because people will recognize it. It's like cool, whatever. And it's like that's... the thing about like, it's like, why is it mad? Why can't Ray and Kylo Ren just duel wherever they are? Why do they have to go to like to, like have like all of a sudden like it feels like a video game cutscene. It feels like almost like like Super Smash Brothers. Like the background just changed. Like oh, now they're on Mustafar. Oh, now right. now they're at the Lars Homestead. Now they're on Kashyyyk. Now they're on the Death Star. And it's why like, why does this matter? Why don't they just remember that in Return, even in Return of the Jedi, we went back to Tatooine. The only two planets on that movie are Tatooine and the Moon of Endor. That's it. We and don't spaceships. need to. And spaceships and decks and and cockpits. We don't technically need... Dagobah. Technically Dagobah. Well, they went, yeah, but that was also a retread. Yeah, so say it. So, yeah, go back to the places we know. We don't need to. And that whole thing about what is it called where Ahsoka grabbed him, the the world between between worlds. worlds, Yeah. That's the thing I'm scared of that that's going to come out. And that's what this might be. Because people who aren't us are going to see it and go, what? What the hell is any of this? This makes I don't no think, sense. JJ, I don't think I think about the world between worlds. You know, it's a very dangerous plot device, and I can't believe that they allowed Cowboy Hat Man to open that door. Um, I don't think JJ is doing anything like that. I'm 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 gonna do a thing where there is a world between the worlds. Like not there, I, I'm not I'm not Damn doing Boomhauer. He's Damn got Boomhauer. I'm Damn doing my own third world man. Yeah, go <laughs> see. It's like the space in between where my cowboy hat sits, my actual head is. Is there <laughs> space there? We don't know. Just like yeah, this exactly. place, we're going to send them. Yeah. I don't think, I think about this, like JJ's a hack, but don't I don't know. think, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think he's going to do anything like that. Like if J, I, I do think JJ's going to resurrect, because didn't they, didn't it come out 
that like the Japanese title like of, of episode nine is like the resurrection of Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. And it's like, and that's, it makes, and that's why like, again, I, I think I've some of, I said, what, podcast. what point does Luke serve to return? Because that's what Lucas was going to do with Obi-Wan. It would make, I told you, I, I, I it's Oh, de- right, right. Okay. That was never right. Mind, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Right. Isn't that the original return of the yeah. Jedi ending? Yes. Is that it was Yoda and Obi-Wan fighting alongside Luke. That's and that's what it is though. So, but wait, wait, hold on a sec. It's just the whole idea of it's like think of the man. I look at it this way: Last Jedi comes out, the the very vocal minority on the internet gets mad at Ruin Johnson, claiming that he ruined Star Wars by killing Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and let's just say that like again, Disney's Disney Lucasfilm isn't as stupid as YouTube likes to think it is. Let's say like the plan all along was, and plus it, let's be practical. Let's think practically here. Disney's not going to kill off the one of the most iconic characters of star wars especially now that they killed han solo off because harrison ford doesn't want anything to do with these movies anymore so imagine if you're ryan johnson and twitter gets mad at you because you killed off luke skywalker and you know that jj or whoever's making episode nine is going to bring him back so if you're ryan johnson you're going to be like why are you getting mad at me like are you really think we're going to kill off a character it's like it's kind of like watching Batman v Superman being like getting mad at Hack Snyder being like, oh, man, can't believe he killed off Superman. It's like you're a moron <laughs> if you think they killed off that character. And I think that's like I don't think Luke's going to come back like for good. I think it's going to be a very like uh, a Christ like level resurrection where it's going to be like, oh, he's going to come back like momentarily for a very brief amount of time. Then he'll go back into the ether. Um, but I do think you are going to have a full blown resurrection of Luke Skywalker, not for not forever, but it's gonna be and he's gonna show up during the fight with Palpatine. And I think whatever happens, Anakin's gonna be there too. And I think that's you're satisfied. You have all th- you have, okay. But so, what Anakin are we gonna have there? Oh, hey, Chris. So God, so was, oh, God, God, yeah, dang it. I was about to ask, so, is dead. Can we look into the books of the movie Little Italy? Was that just him just like getting Caden back in shape, getting him behind the camera again. Was someone at Lucasfilm behind that movie just to get him going again, and then so we can bring him back into Star Wars? I haven't seen Little Italy, so I can't speak on it. But it's it it came out at a time where you're like, all right, he could work on that, and then he, yeah, I I think I definitely think Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen is showing up in in Rise of Skywalker for sure. I I want them to do that like where it was like half Vader, half him. Yeah, that, no, would, be, that would be awesome. They Zach, won't do that. It'll, it has to be good guy ghost. Good guy ghost. Yeah, yeah. Sebastian Shaw. It has to be that. It has to be that. <laughs> we can only hope. Zach, they do, they do, you're uh, gonna say you're wrong because it needs to be half and half. That would be great, but it's not the end of the first unleashed. It can't be. It's not. Dang it! I know it's uh. cool. Russ, or I guess this is um, Zenger might be into this because he's a loser like me. Yeah. Um, did you ever play? Did you ever you play Yu-Gi-Oh? Right, Zenger? Or was that? that... Oh, God, no, I play Magic. God dang okay. it! Okay, it's not like play... I'm sitting there looking at card prices right now, too. <laughs> no. All I'm right. Not Yu-Gi-Oh. So go the, on. The, this is where I need Mark because Mark would remember this. There was a Yu-Gi-Oh movie that came out like in 2011. I think it was called like Bonds Beyond Time, and you had like each of the three main characters of I guess the the, the series at that point, and they all had to like face off against like this new villain, and that's why I keep picturing every time I think of the Rise of Skywalker, you're gonna have Anakin, Luke, and Rey all coming together to fight a Matt or a yeah Matt Smith possessed by Palpatine character. 
And you're going to have What is that even going to look like? Is it going to look like the end of dragging me to hell when like the guys flying around a room? Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't know what that's going to be. Uh, Is it going to be the end of revenge of the Sith where they're like, you're under arrest ghost man. And he just like starts plowing through ghosts. I think again, this is my, again, this is my own spitballing. I have nothing to back this off of. Um, I think it's good. I still think the MacGuffin or the thing that Palpatine possessed was Vader's lightsaber. When I rewatched Return of the Jedi on the big screen, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, I, every single scene on the Death Star with Palpatine, I was like leaning forward in my seat, like scan. I wasn't paying attention to anything. I was just, I'm like, what? I'm like, if I were Palpatine and I'm the Monster Mash and I plan all these things out in advance, what would I want to like harness my energy? Like, what could contain my evil spirit for a prolonged amount of time? And I know going around. My chair. Like, Ideally, it would be a chair singer. Ideally, I sit in this chair. It absorbs my evil and my gas. <laughs> Mouse Classy. droids were designed after porgs. They're just more mobile. I call pog droids. Sure, whatever. Uh. He doesn't want to dictatories. Write that down. That was a good one. <laughs> um, but no, the baby pork in a mouse droid and <laughs> roll its dead carcass around the Death Star to remind people to get to work. Like, yeah, wait, I don't, whatever you say, you old old space wizard. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but no, like if you look at like the end of Return of the Jedi, the only thing that's of substance that's left on the Death Star after it blows up is Vader's lightsaber. And as we know, they already saved Luke's lightsaber. But again, again, Rush, I'm not sure how cynical you are. We're still getting to know you both on a personal level mm-hmm. and our audiences. But like, can you imagine like the action figures and the toys? Can you imagine them selling a Matt Smith like it says like Emperor Palpatine? And it's the Matt Smith figure. And considering that the Matt Smith incarnation of Doctor Who is still like the most popular incarnation of the character, can you imagine that? And he has, like, or imagine that fight. You have Anakin. Good. I can see it. I could see him in a battle pack with uh, Kylo Ren and, or, or like. Yeah, and putting some young version of the Emperor is big. You got a guy with a red lightsaber. You can do, but you can market that like crazy. Yeah, it, it, and you already have Vader's lightsaber, who everyone already knows, and Kylo's going to want that thing. There's a lot of conflict there. But this is, why, yeah. this is why things going to happen. I think you're, because Palpatine is going to be, uh, let's say Matt Smith is the, like, again, we're gonna, at this point, we're talking about the third act of the film. So we're going to have learned at this point that Palpatine has spent the last 50 plus years trying to find a young uh, host body. And he finally has that in Matt Smith because they did I want lay to out. Find a young supple host that I may long enter. Time, long time. What was that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like that's what they're going to do. Like they're they're going to explain that that's what Palpatine's goal has been since the very beginning. Through whether it be Darth Maul, Count Dooku, General Grievous, Anakin. All the way through to Luke, Palpatine's been trying to find a, a healthy host body, and it always gets kind of pulled out from underneath him at the last minute. So I think Matt Smith will finally be that perfect acolyte that they've already hinted at in that weird like book from like The Last Jedi that Snoke had an apprentice that nobody knew about. And I think what's going to happen is 
Um, Palpatine's going to do something as Matt Smith. He's going to mortally injure Kylo Ren. Ray will be there cradling him, being like, I knew you were never a monster. I knew you weren't bad all along. And she'll be like, all hope is lost. Like Palpatine's about to like do the final like blow to kill her. And then out of nowhere, Kylo Ren's lightsaber will deflect the shot protecting Ray and will look up and it's Luke in the flesh. And then like Anakin will appear with the lightsaber. And I, I, I don't know, I'm just making this up. But like that's what they're going to because what they remember. I think ha- that's what they're doing too. Well, oh yes, but look, but looking at it this way though, and I want everyone to be serious for a second, is that look, I'm try. they make these movies now because they want a moment like Captain America picking up Thor's hammer, and the entire audience erupts. <laughs> They don't make movies now so that 30 years ago we can all look back and go, oh, wow, that was nice. Ten years from now, no one's going to care about Avengers Endgame the same way we don't care about Avatar right now. These movies are hamburger. They're Big Macs. They're meant to be disposed yeah. of. You eat them and you, and you crap them out and you move on to the next thing. That's how Disney looks at all this stuff. It really is. They don't, they don't care about making art. It's about making money and moving on. And I think that's what they want. They want a, I would imagine JJ probably got to see a very early cut of Endgame, or at least the script, and said, oh, we have, or, they're t- or he's told by Alan Horn, who's the head of the studio at Disney, saying, we want a scene in this where the audience will erupt. And considering well, that Last Jedi, Solo, and and Rogue One really didn't have a moment like that, Force Awakens does when Rey has the lightsaber, and they're going to want a moment where they have that. And, and that's a sad thing. They're going to have to fight for that moment. That moment is not easy, just the way things are set up. They they did it in the first one. They did it, I mean, in Force Awakens. It's just the way it's set up. It's like, how, what do we have that we're really going to care? They're going to have to, they're going to have to be some kind of Kylo, Redemp- Kylo Redemption or whatever early, like in the middle of the film to where maybe he does finally get the, I could see one of those moments being him getting the Anakin lightsaber, maybe after having talked to Anakin at some point in the movie already. And that being the moment where you're like, yes, he's doing it. He's saving her. But, but the thing is, Kylo Ren's kind of, already saved ray once we've already blown that nut we've seen him That's, kill snoke it's exactly. like they blew that one already i mean i'm not gonna say blew it i love that scene i love that whole moment i love where it's all going but if, if they're doing it that kind of shallowly like we just need the these we gotta hit these beats and we have to have everyone cheer at this moment i don't know what the, i I, know uh, what I hope it's is. original i just don't know what it will be I, I know what moment it is. It's going to be Luke Skywalker. I told you there's a there was that rumor going around 
that Ray's gonna pull the lightsaber toward her and it's gonna fly past her and, and Luke's gonna pick, and, and guess and, and again, Russ, I want you to pick, you, you saw Avengers Endgame, of course. Yeah. yeah. You remember that moment when the audience when Captain America picks up Thor's hammer. You know what that audience sounded like. Sure. Picture that moment when you see the lightsaber fly past Ray. And let's say we have not seen Luke at all. Like we've heard we've heard Luke mentioned a couple of times in the movie, his sacrifice from the last Jedi. But let's say he doesn't appear. He doesn't do an Obi-Wan. He doesn't get tired as a force ghost and sits on a lock. Let's say the first time I we came see him, here to film one scene today and I'm going to do it sitting down. <laughs> now I'm going to be comfortable while I do it. Bring me my pillow. So Luke will be, it'll be the reveal that this is the first time that a force ghost can um, really technically, well, we'll say, but, and, and years from now we're going, but we saw Yoda. He hit Luke with his stick. That's when we knew we should have known then. He set that mm-hmm. tree on fire. We've been with getting these mind. hints. That they can touch our world and just just Ben and Yoda were just wusses and didn't want to get involved. <laughs> like they were a bunch of uh, emperors or whatever, or Uncle Owens, whoever said that. <laughs> but exactly, and that's you know what I'm getting at, though, right? And plus, you also yeah, have, I see it. Plus, you have the man babies in the audience who now and guess what? When they have Luke come back, they will mo- they will instantaneously see it as okay. JJ is retconning the Last Jedi. That's how they'll see mm. it too. So the YouTube contingent will be thrilled. They get to write all their headlines about how JJ uh, shoved it up Ryan Johnson's butt. They're, and that's <laughs> what it is. Like, you, I can see it. That's the sad thing. Was like Every person I've told this theory to, they're like, oh, yeah, I can hear the applause in my head right now. And you know what, and, folks? And then silently, Ryan Johnson just has to tweet, like, yeah, I, I knew this like three years ago when I did. Got, hello. Yes, I know. We, we talked about the story. We didn't just make it up as we went along. Yeah. And that's the problem is that like, and I don't have any problem with that though, but it's just the whole idea that like, it feels so cookie cutter. Like, it's like, Oh, Oh, it's, it's one of those where it's like, okay. Like it's, it gets, it's like, I remember everybody knew that was going to happen ever since age of Ultron. Everybody knew there was going to be a point in one of these films where Captain America was going to pick up Thor's hammer. Like it, it was a fait accompli. It was just, it was going to happen eventually. And it just makes sense that it's like, think about it. Why does Thor need the hammer in Endgame? He has Stormbreaker. Why does he need the <laughs> hammer? And it's like, oh, because Captain America needs to pick it up half an hour from now. It's like, I guess. No, it's to prove that he's still worthy, even though he's out of shape. Was there ever a moment in Endgame where, where Thor's worthiness was ever in question? It was. I felt like the narrative kind of put it into question in the sense of, you know, he didn't think he was worthy anymore. I guess. Yeah. But that's not established, but, though, in the movie. It's not really established. It's, like it's one of those subtext things. I feel it's like a whole story going on in the background that, like, if you pay attention enough, it's there. But it's not something that they're beating you over the head with it. It's probably in the new cut of the movie where they have it more explained. Rocket the, explains it to the audience by staring directly at the camera. You mean the new, new, new cut zanger that's been re-released yes. four times now to make an additional $85 this weekend? Yes. <laughs> Is that all? You know, if it, you don't want to see Spider-Man Far From Home, you could go see Endgame. Again. Again. It's funny. My movie theater, I went to go see uh, Far From Home, had like a giant like stack of like the like Love You 3000 posters with like the uh, Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet. And yeah, I'm I like, saw those too, and I was staring at them like, do I get one of those? No, because, and it's funny. They had a giant stack of them because nobody went to go see the re-release this weekend. Oh, I, my theater too, apparently then. So that explains what the, why those things were sitting there and I kept staring at it. I would imagine like probably a month from now, they'll probably just, like put them on the ca- like, 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 uh, open counter and just be like, take one if you want. But 
Yeah, I was reading some people that went there. Just they they do have those lackluster theaters where they just leave everything on a table. Like, come take it. We're not guarding any of this, and you can just take it. There was there were uh, posters for Spider Man that came out. I saw a picture of it. It looked really good. I wish they would do that with the popcorn. Just leave that <laughs> unattended for a few minutes. See what happens. I wouldn't want unattended popcorn, Sanger. You wouldn't. No. That's like the best kind of popcorn, right? If that's what you're into, I guess. I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Last thing I want to bring up before we uh, close out this episode. Uh, sometime last week, I posted in the Facebook group a tweet somebody tweeted out where they took a picture of some Revenge of the uh, Sith and Attack of the Clones hoodies they bought. I think and you're that about to say not- Revenge of the Swift. Well, that's currently what's going on to Scooter Braun right now if you follow the music industry. <laughs> but oh. we're, we're keeping it topical, folks. Execute Order 66. <laughs> you just murdered them. <laughs> maybe, Taylor Swift's the, maybe Taylor Swift is going to be Palpatine reincarnated. That'd be great. Taylor Swift, Emperor Palpatine. She's already got the persona down. All she needs is like a black cloak. <laughs> <laughs> she got the great smile already. It's perfect. <laughs> you need to calm down. Anyway, though, so in this tweet picture, if you look in the background, whoever this person Tracy is, who I think works for Lucasfilm, she has a George Lucas pillow, which in and of itself is a fantastic piece of fan memorabilia. But what makes it all the better is that it's George Lucas. And I don't know exactly. It looks like a cross between like a Napoleon Bonaparte outfit crossed with like Che Rivera. Cross with Joseph Stalin. <laughs> Russ, do you have any I, insights on this? You know, I think I did see this, but I have no idea what it is. Yeah, I. it is just it seems commissioned and unique and bizarre. I don't I don't think this was ever intended for anyone but her. But my question is like. What kind Would of, we I, buy it? Yes. That, <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. Uh, see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> I, I guess my question is that, like, nothing against Miss Tracy, but, like, what kind of person do you have to be? I mean this in the most positive way possible. Like, <laughs> what, is makes, what possesses someone to actually design this image of George Lucas as, like, a... Uh, as, like, a uh, dictator general into a pillow. Like, like I, I, if somebody were to, like, do this as, like, like, an art print, I'd be like, oh, it's fan art. Cool. But somebody actually designed this and then turned it into a pillow. It's double-sided, by the way. If you look. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, my great. God. What's the other you side? You can buy these. Oh, you type see, in? There you go. What'd you uh, type in? George Lucas pillow. Wait, it went away. No, come back. So this is not like an exclusive item. Well, I was going to look into it and see, but I clicked the wrong button. Hold on. Okay, there we go. Oh, yeah, you're right. right. It's the first thing that shows up. But where is it being ordered from? George George Lucas body pillow. (laughs) It's not a body. (laughs) Walmart. Walmart has one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're right, Zanger. For for $21, you two can get a George Lucas replica face throw pillow. Why am I seeing pictures of him like with no $21. hair? Twenty-one dollars. I mean, I'm on eBay. Oh, I'm on a site called Society6.com. Yeah, I'm on eBay, and it's GDP. Oh, for hmm. twelve ninety-nine, which US is sixteen thirty-six, or you can do best offer. Oh, okay. Mm. Seller rating <laughs> though is a nine ninety-seven point five. That's 
I'm not finding it, but on Etsy, you can get a pillow that says Mrs. Harrison Ford. (laughs) (laughs) I can get. Can we get a pillow that says Mrs. George Lucas? Oh God, you better! Of course, I'm I'm making the design right now. All right, folks. I guess I guess our next piece of nice Vader merchandise after the mugs is going to be a pillow. Saying what will be on the pillow? What what will be the image on the Knights of Give me there's time. There's a Benatar. It's a body <laughs> pillow. There's a Benatar on one side, and there's an Imperial class on the other side. And you choose your adventure that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's how it's done right there. Perfect. All right, I, I don't think we're gonna be able to top that. So, uh, still concludes this episode of the Knights of Vader, a Star Wars podcast. Check out the Facebook group, Knights of Vader, if you want to be on the ground floor when it comes to all these jokey memes. Find us on Instagram, at KOV Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on. Thank you to Anspirity Complex for providing our theme song. Check out the show notes to hear more from them. For questions, comments, concerns, or snide remarks, contact me, Zach, on Twitter, at Cinemodies. And on the Cinemodies podcast, we'll be talking about Mr. Show with Bob and David. Zenger, when you're not ordering throw pillows that have the words Mrs. Harrison Ford on them, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me yelling about some nerdy crap over on the Zingness podcast. And Mr. Russ, when you're not ordering Star Destroyer pillows, where can people check you out? Well, I can usually be found. Uh, I have transmognified it, if that's a word. <laughs> burger in the galaxy. Uh, happy Fourth of July! And yes, you can find me on the Unbelievers podcast every Wednesday night. Thank you. That. <laughs> I look for- <laughs> like the, the breath afterwards. <laughs> oh man, get used to Russ's sound soundboard, folks. It ain't going away anytime soon. If you, if you, I guess Russ, maybe if it's if it's okay with you, if you're part of the Knights of Vader fan group and you want to hear a very specific clip on the soundboard, may may members make requests? Oh sure, go ahead, go ahead, because um, oh, God. I still got stuff here. I still got. That's my reaction when someone asks for a clip. I get all get very excited. <laughs> as you try, as you try to dismember them with your lightsaber. Yes. Pile it's time for some more male practice. I'm a good guy. Only the men. <laughs> Don't ask what happened. <laughs> you broke sex. <laughs> oh, young, young Luke, what are you doing here? I've got a present for you. I, I happen to just come from killing your aunt and uncle. You're having, you're having a coma. You won't remember this. We, we will make you a Jedi. <laughs> It could have happened. Obi Wan could have. Well, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll save that for the um, April first episode. <laughs> Luke, look at you there with both your your arms and both your legs. Be a shame if somebody. No, no, no. You're a good guy. That's right. R two. How did those rocks get in front of you? How did you get in there? <laughs> One, two, three, four. It's oh, the archives must be complete. Oh. righty, everybody. Good night, but not goodbye. Oh, my arms.